Welcome to Today in the Word with Pastor Bob Larson of Calvary Chapel Caldwell. Pastor Bob will be with us in just a few minutes, but first we'd like to let you know that Calvary Chapel is located on the corner of 10th and Everett, across from the library in downtown Caldwell. We have two Sunday morning services at 9.30 and 11.30. If you prefer Saturday nights, we have a Saturday night service at 7 p.m. We also have a midweek service Wednesday night at 7 p.m. You can watch Today in the Word on Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. on ABC Channel 6.1. Join us as we broadcast Calvary Chapel Caldwell's Sunday morning church services, where Pastor Bob teaches you how to apply the truths in your Bible to your everyday experiences so that you might enjoy a better life. The Bible tells us that God created you and he has a plan for you. Whether it's, you know, at, at a school or at a hospital or at a construction site. In fact, the Bible says that God knows everything about you. Now, the world says you're an accident. You, you are here by accident. Your life has no meaning, no purpose. And, and what do you think that produces? Well, what is it producing? Not, not, not a hypothetical question, but what are the facts that we took the Bible out of schools in the 60s, so about 60 years ago, we said no more prayer, no more Bible. What's it producing? Well, every day I read, there's more drug addiction, more suicide, more murders, more homicides. I mean, and our, our society's like, Whoa. why? But because we tell people, your life doesn't matter. Now, the Bible says that God made you and he knows everything about you. In Psalm 139, 13, he says, for you formed me in your inward parts. You covered me in my mother's womb. I will praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are your works, and that my soul knows very well. David said, you formed me, God, when I was in my mother's womb. God has a plan for you, and he has had that plan before you were even born. He knows it. Uh, Paul said in Galatians 1, but when it pleased God, who separated me from my mother's womb and called me through his grace to reveal his son in me that I might preach him among the Gentiles. Right? Paul's, Paul's saying, look, God created me, and he had a plan for my life the whole time. Now, the Bible is clear that God designed you and created you unique with a purpose, and he has a plan for your life. Now, God not only created you and knows everything about your life from beginning to end, he created your personality and your uniqueness. And, and uh, have you ever thought about that? You're so different. God not only has made you and created you uh, and knows everything about you, but he also gives you the option to choose to allow him to continue to shape you, right? As the, Bi the Bible says, as a master potter shaping a vessel. It gives us that picture in Jeremiah 18.6. Oh, house of Israel, can I, can I not do with you as this potter, says the Lord? Look, as the clay is in the potter's hand, so are you in the hands, in my hand, O house of Israel. So the picture is that God is the potter shaping, you know, a clay vessel on a wheel, shaping it, molding it, and that we're the clay and God can shape us. Now, some of us look at our lives and think, well, if God knows everything about me and he wants to shape my life, why do I have to go through such hard things? Why do I have to be around such ding-dongs in my life? I mean, uh, why did I have to be raised in a dysfunctional family? And I asked those questions when I first became a Christian. Why did I have to be born into a crazy family of crazy people, right? Uh, why did I have to have my parents get divorced and my, one of my parents be an alcoholic? And, 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 you know, I used to think that God did that. I used to think that God made my parents choose to, to make bad choices. But then as I grew in the, in the knowledge of God's word, I realized God gives us all free will and he, he allows us to choose. And then I realized, oh, my parents chose not to go to church, not to read the Bible, not to seek God and not to pray. And as a result, it ended up in a lot of drama and consequences, not only for them, but for their children, me, right? Now, one thing is for sure that it is not God's will to live in rebellion to his word. Why? Because it hurts the individual, but it also hurts all the family members and everyone around them. So God uh, 
works in our lives. And, and through the circumstances we go through, uh, even though God gives people free will, and, and that is why there's evil in the world, because God allows people to choose to serve him or serve evil, right? And, uh, but God can work through no matter what craziness that we're going through in life, and he can give us victory over those things, and he comforts us in our difficulty so that we can help others. In 2 Corinthians 1, he says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and the God of all comfort, who comforts us in our tribulation, that we may be able to comfort those who are in any trouble with the comfort with which we ourselves are comforted by God. So God wants to help us through difficult circumstances in our life. Why? So we can help other people, right? And that's important to understand. And, uh, and some say, well, why does God free give free will? Why didn't he take away everybody's free will? Why doesn't he make everybody do what's right? Well, because God wants us to choose freely to serve him and love him because he wants heaven to be full of people who choose to be there. In the midst of that free will, people make bad choices, cause consequences, but God works it out for good. And he can work in your life for good. In Genesis 50, 19, he says, Joseph said to them, but as for you, you meant evil against me. Remember, his brother sold him into slavery, but God meant it for good in order to bring about it uh, is this day to save many people alive. So God worked the good thing that they did evil towards him. God worked it for good. The lot that falls to you and me in life, we need to recognize that God in his sovereignty can work through that to do supernaturally amazing things in our lives. Now, we're all very different. We all have very different lots in life, and we need to deal with the lot that we've been given. Now, here's the question. Are you being faithful with your lot? That really is what Paul's saying. And, and we say, well, how do you do that? Well, it starts by... Uh, seeking to be faithful by praying and say, Lord, help me to be faithful with my lot in life and start focusing on God's plan for today because you can't change the past, right? So one of the ways to be a faithful person is to stop living in the past. Uh, many people live in the past every day. They get up in all the past. But the Bible tells us in Philippians 3, 13, brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended, but one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead, I press toward the goal for the prize of the upward call in God in Christ Jesus. So he's saying, Paul said, look, I got to forget those things behind. Paul, he put Christians in jail. He'd done a lot of bad things. He said, I got to leave that behind. And in order to be faithful to what God's called me to do, I need to get up every day and pray and say, Lord, what do you want me to do today? Lord, help me to be faithful with what you've given me at home, at work, at school, at church, wherever it is, to be faithful. And that is one of the key ingredients to accomplishing what God created you to accomplish in this life. In Colossians 3.23, it says, And whatever you do, do it heartily as unto the Lord, not to men, knowing that from the Lord you will receive the reward of the inheritance, for you serve the Lord Christ. So you don't want to let people's opinion of you discourage you or let your own opinion of yourself discourage you. That's a problem for some of us. We think, well, I can't do this or I can't do that, or people tell you. But here's the thing. God wants to do great things in your life. And he created you, and he has a plan for your life. And, you know, maybe you're going to be somewhere tomorrow at work or at school or at home or wherever it is, and maybe you think, I don't like this lot in life. I don't know. I don't like my job, or I don't like where I live. Or I don't. And, and here's what you need to do. It's okay to pray and say, Lord, help me to change this. Get me out of this situation. But you need to pray, Lord, what do you, why do you have me here? And help me to be faithful with what I'm doing today. Lord, help me to be a light for you right here, right now. Help me to recognize that you have a plan for my life and that you want to work through this. Now, complaining doesn't do any good, right? Uh, complaining is just a complete waste of time. Because all complaining is doing is just saying, God, you don't know what you're doing. And where I'm at in life, wherever it is, Lord, you, you obviously don't have a clue, right? That's what you're saying to God. When in reality, sometimes God wants to teach us things 
that we can't learn unless we get in those places where we don't want to be. Through difficulties, God teaches. In fact, James, it tells us that. That God allows us through some adversity because through those things, he teaches us and he shapes us and helps us to be faithful. And so we know that God tells us in 1 Thessalonians 5.18, in everything give thanks for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. So if you came to church today and said, what is God's will for my life? It's to be thankful. It's to be faithful, right? And when you're thankful and you're faithful and you have a commitment to the Lord and a commitment to accomplishing his plans for your life, well, then your life's going to be fruitful, right? And so that's what Paul says in verse 2 when he says, moreover, it is required in stewards that one be found faithful. So the issue is not how much you have, how smart you are, or where you've been, or what you know, but the issue is, are you faithful to what God's given you? We all want to hear the Lord say, well done, good and faithful servant, right? So your life does matter. And whenever you think my life doesn't matter, right? And, and I think for many people, that brings discouragement. But your life matters. God has great things for you to do. And the devil wants you to not pray and say, Lord, what do you want me to do today? Lord, you created me. I'm unique. In, in Matthew 25, 21, Jesus goes on to say, and I love this part, he says, well done, good and faithful servant. You were faithful in a few things. Now, you should underline few things. I will make you ruler over many things, enter into the joy of the Lord. Now, I love this because when the parable that Jesus gave, he gave each one some talents according to their abilities. Then he comes back and says, what did you do with what I gave you? And, and what does he judge them on? Faithfulness. And I love it that the person who had one, not very much. He said, you were faithful with few, enter into the joy of the Lord. So what does being faithful with the little that you have produce? It produces joy, right? And that's what he means when he says in verse 21 of Matthew 25, when he says, well done, good and faithful servant, you are faithful over few things. I will make you ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of the Lord. See, that's what God wants for your life. He wants you to get to the end and be like, yeah, it's joyful serving the Lord, and it brings joy being faithful, right? Being faithful produces joy in your life because that's what God calls us to do. That's what he's created us to do. And it's important for us to recognize that God wants your life to be fruitful, right? He loves you. He wants your life to be a blessing to those around you. He wants your life to be fruitful. And, and the fruit that the Bible talks about, love, peace, joy, faithfulness, kindness, right? We talked about love last week, the definition of love. Love suffers long, is kind, is patient, all those things. See, God wants your life to be overflowing with love and joy, right? And that comes through being committed to him, committed to serving him, being faithful to him, being faithful to loving him and loving all the people around us, right? And really, ultimately, when you were to break down what Jesus said, what's the whole Old Testament, what's the most important thing? It's to love God with your whole heart, mind, soul, and spirit and love your neighbor as yourself. And, and, and what does he want, how does he want us to do that? Faithfully, right? And that means there'll be times when you don't want to do it. There'll be times when you don't want to be faithful at work or at church or at school or in your ministry or whatever it is. But here's the thing. God wants us to be faithful. Why? Because it produces joy, right? And so as we wrap it up today, just to know that the Lord wants you to be faithful wherever you are, whatever you're doing. And you might say, well, Pastor Bob, I'm a flake. I'm not very faithful. <laughs> well, you can start today by praying and saying, Lord, help me to be faithful. Because being unfaithful doesn't produce good, right? Uh, being a flake doesn't produce good, right? I mean, you just think about how many of you wish your best friend was a flake and unreliable? <laughs> Everybody wants their best friend to be faithful, right? Everyone wants their family members to be faithful, reliable, people that you can count on, right? And, and so here's the good news, that you can count on God to help you, to change you from the inside out, to cause you to be the person that you never could be without his help. And so we need to be praying, Lord, help us to be committed to you. Help us to be faithful stewards of what you've entrusted us.
Let's pray. Lord, we thank you for your word. And we do pray, Lord, for us as a church family that you would help us to grow spiritually, Lord, in our ability to love people and our ability to be faithful to whatever you've called us to do. Help us to be faithful to our lot in life, whatever you have for us, Lord, to develop it and to cause it to be fruitful by the power of your spirit working in us and through us. And so we thank you for your word today. And we pray that you would cause these truths to penetrate our souls. And and Lord, that we would just be looking and expecting for you to work in us to be more loving and more faithful in all that you've called us to do. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for joining us for Today in the Word. We'd like to share with you a couple of things that are going on here at Calvary Chapel. Calvary Chapel Caldwell is now hiring full-time and part-time positions for our exciting Calvary Kids Learning Center. If you enjoy working with children from newborn through kindergarten, please give us a call at 453-9653. Positions are Monday through Friday with our availability to fit your schedule. To learn more about these exciting opportunities, please call 453-9653. We look forward to meeting with you. Calvary Chapel Caldwell would like to invite you to our Saturday night service at 7 p.m. This is an alternative for those who cannot make it to our Sunday morning services. Like us on Facebook at Calvary Chapel Caldwell or check out our website at calvarycaldwell.com. You can watch Today in the Word on Sunday mornings at 10.30 a.m. on The CW, Channel 2.2. Join us as we broadcast Calvary Chapel Caldwell's Sunday morning church services where Pastor Bob teaches you how to apply the truth in your Bible to your everyday experiences so that you might enjoy a better life. If you would like a copy of Pastor Bob's message today in its entirety, you can call us at 208-453-9653 during the hours of 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. If you're not currently attending a church and are in the Caldwell area, we'd like to invite you to one of our services. We're located on the corner of 10th and Everett, right across from the library in downtown Caldwell. You can also visit us on the web at calvarycaldwell.com. If Today in the Word is ministered to you and you would like to support this radio outreach ministry, we encourage you to pray for us. You can also partner with us financially. Simply visit calvarycaldwell.com to make a donation. Thank you for joining us for Today in the Word. May the Lord bless you, and may you have a great day. Today is the day you will.